0: If you could tell your younger self to do three things differently, what three things, you know, would you have told yourself at a younger age?
1: Okay, I want you to uh, remember that question. <laughs> so this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a
0: good question. These three things. I mean, thing. we could, however many you yeah. come up with or whatever, yeah. And
1: that's hard, right, huh? I mean, you know, a lot of things i never so, I guess, um, uh, I mean, cause all the things I felt like that I did do is the reason behind them. It. It's the reason behind everything. And, uh, I'm just blessed to see that lot. Uh, you know, so, uh, cause, you know, things I did do, with with you know, whatever I got into, it, when I look back at it now, it revealed, uh, it revealed a lot of, you know, deeper meaning in my life as far as, you know, how, how I have protected me from a lot of things. I intervene. Yeah, you know, so I feel like all the
0: things that, If you wasn't such a damn knucklehead at some point in your life,
1: things could have been so much yeah. easier. Like, yeah, you... Okay. No, no doubt. Yeah. And I, I feel like, um, okay, if I, can tell, if I can tell, this is good though because I have to identify with this in order to tell some of the younger people. You know? No, for real. In order to tell the younger people, you know, these things I would, I would tell myself I was But I think one of the things I would tell myself, and I don't know if it would <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You know, how my mind was if I would have even it to my, my own older self. But, uh, I would tell myself to really focus on, you know, prioritizing my education. And, and to take advantage of all the opportunities Sure, I was, you know, steady learning and making progress. Um, even people who try to invest in my athletic ability and my autistic ability mm-hmm. to really take advantage of that. Well, no. How, could you, how about, could
0: you have waited with the girls? How could you have waited that's with what the I'm girls? Saying. You came out that's the, the whole womb. Thing. You came out the womb,
1: loving girls. How I'm talking you- about waiting as far as trying to get their panties and, and, and just be impatient with all that. Because I mean, once once I start doing that, it just got out of control. You know. But uh,
0: But what I'm uh-huh. saying, no, what I'm saying though is how, like, what could you have done differently?
1: Like, oh, okay. What can I do differently? Um. Oh man, they emergent like, <laughs> no, uh,
0: no, no, no. So uh, what can I
1: do?
0: What, 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 what piqued your that? interest? I don't know, baby. Uh, what piqued your interest in all that sexuality stuff? Like, what was it
1: that? you Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Right. <laughs> because no, I was going back to, like, when I was, like, five years old,
0: right? That's what I'm trying to tell you, like, what is it? Because people don't feel like this stuff is stuff that stems from early, early childhood. They think, oh, oh. you know, it just stems from puberty. Well, really, these are things that happen, like, early, early on in our lives. And it just, you know, the fascination with stuff kind of goes. So what was it? Like, what do you think it was? How could you have, how could your innocence have been protected more so that maybe you uh, were all sexually prone? I mean, because it was a go from a very early age.
1: That's something, that something that I really have to think about because I don't think no measure of words could have could deter me it from doing it anything. necessarily
0: just words. Like, you're telling someone what could have been different. But what type of actions okay. could you have taken, right? What kind of things would have prevented? Like, if you had another child that was just like you, how would you protect them from this way of thinking?
1: Oh, child being a mosque. Yeah, my child do be in a mosque yet. No. Praying, no. yeah, learning no. how to pray, no. learning how to recite the Quran. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that I think, but no. Learn how to recite the Quran, learn, learn about the proper Houston you know, and how him being a, a young man who God has, you know, raised up and protected him, you know, from all these negative influences. And uh but yeah, I, I think that um if, you know, my child, my young son, uh, I would really try to be, you know, have him up under me so much that uh he wouldn't he wouldn't have the room and the time to explore all that stuff that he ain't got nothing to worry about at age five or six or ten years old. You know? Uh, yeah. So, oh so yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing. Just, you know, exposing him to to uh, good that get a child a day, innocent things to preserve a child's innocence. You know, learning the book of Allah. You know, learning how to pray with his daddy. And uh, learning how to, you know, uh, uh, do martial arts. You know, all these things. Beautiful thing for the young child to learn. Okay. Learn it differently.
0: You know? you. Okay. So, I mean, and I, don't, I don't have anything to say. I'm just asking you what you would have, what, you know, this is what you would tell your younger self, but you couldn't internalize it that way. So I had to switch it on you and say, what if this was your child? Like, how could you?
1: Yeah, and it? that's what I was That That's how I was looking at I was looking at, you know, probably to you for something, but it's the same like, thing, being able to, uh, Communicate uh, to your child, but it, it goes more than just sitting down and having a, a conversation about the do's and don'ts with your child. It's the type of interaction that you have with them. And you gotta, you know, with a child, you gotta hover over, it's like how you hover over his mind. Y'all do things all the time with each other. Y'all got a special type of relationship. This is, uh, what I would want with my child to be able to usher and guide his life and expose him to the things that's gonna nurture him. In a way where his innocence is preserved, you know, right. and uh, you know having him in a in a good wholesome religious environment, you know, for one. And uh, for that, I'm thinking about like uh, you know, just for example, because even sometimes I can sacrifice too because I had a uh yes yeah, uh, one, one of my
0: best so friends we were younger. Young. Like, but it's so yeah. many people well, who grew up. I mean, there's so many people who grew up in the church who. I mean, there was some little devils up in the church, just running around, doing it in the Uh, church, doing all kinds of stuff. And then you have a lot of people who, um, my friend was talking to me about all the young girls that actually go to her daughter's school that are Muslim and they are gay. And then they have this issue because they don't want to, they can't tell their parents this, that, whatever. So we're not getting ready to, um foresee nobody, no religion. We're just not doing that. I mean, it's going to be a part of life, but uh, it's just not going to be like, huh. But I, I heard well, you. I, I well, received well. receive what you're trying to say. Yeah. Anything, anything in excess, it, it pushes people to the other... It pushes people to the extreme. Yeah. Just like you talk about your grandma yeah. going to church for three, four hours. You're like, damn that, I'm not yeah. doing that. So, you'll go when yeah, you it, want yeah. to. It has to be... You gotta have a balance. And My thing with that is just to say, you know, you can't really like, you know, Samaya, she initiates, she initi- initiates her church life. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I took her, you Yeah. Know what I mean? But her desire to be involved, her desire to go had nothing to do with me. And that's just mm-hmm. because I made sure she was in an environment where she wanted to be involved, right? So yeah. the thing with um, a lot of older people, when they try to immerse their kids in uh, religious, you know, activities or whatever, it's all based upon whatever type of church they want to go to. So it, uh, the, the churches that I have been going to are not necessarily churches that I loved. Um, you know, I respected them and I liked them and I enjoyed them, but there were churches that, Pull Samaya in and cause her to be heavily engaged. So all of that stuff that she decided to do at a very young age, it was because she decided to do it, and I just had to keep going, taking her there. You know what I mean? So, um, that's something that people don't realize. Sometimes the environment that fits for you doesn't work for your kids, and it's like we, in our culture, I feel like we try to force things on our kids when. If it is a natural love thing, then it should just come naturally. But everybody is a little bit different, uh-huh. right? I'm just saying, if you would have been more immersed in an environment where there were more people looking like you, like how you how you describe your sister's church in a chapter in your book, right? So if you had uh-huh. something like that at a younger age, as opposed to just going to sit at church with your grandma for three hours or however long you was going, if you was going.
1: Three yes, hours?
0: Or, like, seven hours? Well, I was... <laughs> three hours was like school. Exactly. So... All day. All day was and, fair. and then you had to be still. So, you know, even, like, for Samaya, you know, because I love to go to, you know, when I was at home, I went to Christian Faith, and I went to, you know, uh, Word of... Oh, dang, I don't even know what it's called, but Bishop Dale Bronner in, in Atlanta, but... When I got with Samaya, you know, when I started engaging Samaya and I saw that she wasn't connecting to that, I started going to a different type of church where they had all these things for kids that really uh, engaged her and wanted, you know, made her want to be a part of that every week. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. that's just the difference. But you go ahead. On to your next thing. I'll well,
1: make what I was about to say. Uh, you know, for, for me, I think that if I had uh, a male figure at a young age who, somebody that I, I can look up to that uh, was really invested, you know, in me and in my development. We have had 60 seconds remaining. And having a, you know, good influence on me. If I, I looked to be the influenced, then I would get my influence from the wrong, you know, the wrong source. Mm-hmm. So, but if I had a, a good father, somebody I, I looked up to who could out, you know, certain behavior that that was good, um, inshallah that, that could have to help. You know. But.
0: Yeah, I mean for sure. But you so you know, your dad Bill came along at about eight, right? So you're saying You well, have thirty seconds remaining like you younger to.
1: years leading
0: up to that. Um, yeah. Because you pretty much were who you who you were at that point. All right.
1: I mean for, I mean even with Bill really came in and started to get involved in my life. That was, I was more like, like nine, or ten When he really started to be a fixture, and we started to invest, I think I left it, you know. Because uh, all of to that point, it was like the boundaries of him being my mother's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, what about you, though?
0: Yeah,
1: um, I mean, I think, thought about that. yeah, so, I mean, um,
0: I think mine are a lot simpler, because I don't think my life, um, even though, you know, I had a whole baby, you know, my life wasn't really that complicated. Um I just think that, you know, I would tell my, my younger self, um, one, um, I would tell myself to just make sure that I complete things that that I I decide that I wanna start, you know, whether it's school or a program or whatever, just, you know, see stuff through to it's finished. And then, um, I would absolutely tell myself to kind of just wait. Well, I can't even say that. I would tell myself to wait with boys, um, young men, boys, whatever, um, just as long as I could. Because I think that (laughs) they, they
1: absolutely,
0: it just became a major distraction for me. Right. So it was like, um, and it perpetuates into your adult life where you, you have all these ideas of things you want to do for yourself. And then when you start dealing with somebody, if they don't share the same ideologies as you, then it's kind of like, as a woman we kind of adapt to whatever that man is talking about, right? That man, that boy, whatever. Um, But it's a cycle that perpetuates into our adult life. And I think that's why I was was really okay being by myself for so long because it was like, you know, I was on my agenda. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I was with somebody, but you weren't like, we weren't like together, together to a point where you were, disrupting my agenda so once I understood how to kind of get hold of that because it would be like I was always going into these relationships because as, as girls that's that's a major thing right like wanting to um feel valued and appreciated or loved, like whatever you want to call it at that young age um, the attention that you get from men boys, whatever. Cause when I when I say boys, I'm saying, you know, like teenage years into like my early adult life, my like my young twenties or whatever. Because it was like if I could have just curtailed my interest in men and and my sexual desires, right, I would have been so much more successful. Cause there have been plenty of times when I get into a relationship, even my relationship, you know, when I was young, it was like, it kind of took over my whole life, right? Not not the one me and you had, but the one after that, it kind of like took over everything. And so it was like, I was no longer like, I was going to school, I was playing volleyball, I was working. But outside of that, every single free minute that I had, I spent with that person, you know what I mean? So that to me kind of like, almost like robbed me of, you know, certain things I should have been experiencing in high school because all I wanted to do was be around that person. But then in the same token, you know, I didn't really go to like any high school basketball games. I didn't, you know, just stuff that people did in high school, right? Um, just because he didn't necessarily go to the same school that I went to. So for me to be around a whole bunch of other guys and, you know, just a couple of my home girls, it would always be a problem or a thing. So it just, it just kind of curtailed the way that I moved. And I just wish that I would have been strong enough in my mind back then to kind of like just be like, oh, okay, you know, I know I'm beautiful, I can entertain a little conversation here or there, but I really kind of just keep it moving. Kind of how Samaya is. You know what I mean? And, and uh-huh. I have strategically put that in her. You know what I mean? So that, you know, I'm loving on her so much that she's not wanting for love, but in the same token, um, you know, I have taught her how to make relationships with people of the opposite sex, just the normal part of life. Or as I think when we're younger, it's always like, well, when you get 16, you can have a boyfriend. So between the ages of 11, when you decide that you like boys and 16, you know, anytime somebody tells a child that they can't do something, majority of the time, that's the main thing that they're going for, right? So from the, from the moment when, they straightened my hair the first time and I realized that people of the opposite sex were paying me some attention, which I was 11 years old. You know, my mind just switched from, you know, just living my normal kid life to like trying to be desirable to these other people. Right. Whereas if they wouldn't have put that limit on there, if they would have said, Oh, well, you know, when you get a boyfriend, you just get a boyfriend. We'll just see, you know, what that person is like depends on where you are. Because I've always let Samaya, you know, if she had little boys that she liked, just talk to them. Because, you know, there's different stages to everything. Um, I did not want to take the innocence away from something. And waiting until you get 16 is like, it's almost like a curse because everybody's already having all this sex at 16. You know what I mean? So you come straight out of not even being able to talk to boys to going straight into having sex. Whereas Samaya has kind of been able to have her little kindergarten first grade crushes where they're sitting on the phone making up like crazy stories and raps and, you know, just like little musicals on the phone and having play dates at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, the innocent stuff. We meeting up in the park so that they can play, you know, nothing major. Parents are sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so then um, you know, it just would have changed the way that I moved because even when I came home from school, which was something that I didn't finish at that time. You that had I, sixty seconds remaining. Yeah, in. so I was saying like when I came home from school, you know, even though I was having the time of my life at school and doing what I did, I came home because I had this relationship that I was trying to make sure that I was able to see about, right? Because in the world of grow up, you thought, okay, you go to college, you meet somebody. I was already with somebody. So it's like, you know, you get married. In your mind, you think, okay, by the time you turn a certain age, you should be working on getting married. You should be doing this. And I had other people that were in school with me that got married, right? So you think, oh, this is what I should be doing. And how can I do it from here, right? So I ended up going home. And then I never finished, you know what I mean, at that time. So it was kind of like I put myself in a perpetuated cycle of, well, I want to move out and have my own so that I could basically have sex, right? Because otherwise I could have just stayed at home. And that's why I always try to say, you know, this is the biggest component for me that I'm not pushing my child out the house just so that she can um, incur debt, so that she can be sexually active. Because, you know, you sit here so many people like, well, they ain't never, ain't never, ain't nobody ever spent a night at my house. And they ain't, do, not today married and not today this. But it's like, this is the quickest way to put us in the pigeonhole of debt in a, in a bad life cycle. Because you're trying to hurry up and get out just so that you can lay up and cuddle and do those things that we think are natural and that we've been taught all our lives since, you know, the princess... Movies that we've been watching as young little babies growing up. This is what we're supposed to do. But then, um, so that's that. And then, you know, just the other thing is just making sure um, that, you know, I'm... My third thing, this is my third thing now. Just making sure that you are pursuing the things that are important to you. Like, I had... I can't even begin to tell you how many people have always tried to talk me out of some idea that I had or tell me that something I was doing was stupid or didn't make any sense or, you know, whatever. But it wasn't until um, you know, I just had that conversation in Kyle God and just picked up and started moving all over the place that I was able to see the power in that, right? Because
1: yeah, yeah, sure. Sure yeah. purpose, yeah.
0: yes because up until then if i would say something that um you know somebody didn't think was a good idea or they couldn't see the positive in it you know and a lot of times you know people can't see your dream because it ain't their dream you know what i mean uh-huh. no matter how elaborate i've laid it out on the table and told them it was going to be this, this, and this. All they could see was the negative component to it, right? All they could see was the failure. And that's because that's how people are programmed. But once I start moving in, you know, that strength and trusting in myself and just doing what I... Life has been so much better. But I was almost 30 at that point. You know what I mean? So it's just like if I, if I could... You know, instill in myself that sense of, um, that sense of just, you call it trust, but I think I'm looking for another word. If I could just instill that confidence in myself to just, to just trust, you know, trust what my gut is telling me to do, trust my instinct, trust the things that I'm passionate about and just kind of move in that. If I could have been moving in that stuff for a long, like, you know, since 20, 18 19 20 moving in that instead of you know some of the things that I did do because I was scared or because you know somebody told me that that was too hard or you know I'm not going to set myself up for failure but the only thing fails is a try that never happened so right. you know that that even this marriage even this marriage why are you going to do that why are you girl good night Best of the time of my life. You ain't got to tell me nothing. So my thing is, but you have to have a certain confidence to just move in that because most of the time as women, we have an idea and then we're like second guessing ourselves to a point where we're not just second guessing ourselves. I'm calling, we're calling, talking to our parents, we're talking to our friends, we're talking to a coworker who ain't never had shit, ain't never did nothing with their life, but now they gonna impose ideas upon our life, you know what I mean? And then it's just like, you just, you, you are afraid to step out there. So those are really like the three things that I would say. Aside from that, I mean, it just is what it is. Life, life just is what it is. You know, I did some crazy stuff. <laughs> And like you say, everything, yeah, happens, uh, everything happens for a reason or ha- with purpose.
1: Yeah, it's, it's all. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, what uh we gotta make sure that out of all the things that we might lose, whether it's time or whether it's uh, opportunities, you know, from making bad choices, or whether it's you know, I think you know, time and opportunity is probably the biggest thing. But you know, I have a lot of material. On. You hey, can't get back, but we want to make sure we don't move the left. Let's
2: take me right before the shit, though. Be doing all kinds of shit. in my phone, that'll never ring again, cause a lot done sent them home, and they'll never uh, I got, I got numbers on my phone, that'll never ring again, cause a lot done called them home, so until we sing again, I got texts in my phone, that'll never ping again, I screenshot them, so I got them, I don't want this thing to- I got numbers in my phone that will never ring again. I got, I got, I got, I got numbers in my phone that will never ring again. Cause Allah don't call them home. So until we sing again, I got Texas on my phone. that will never ping again. So I, them, so I got them. I don't want this thing to end. I got numbers on my phone. Better never ring again Cause I lot don't call them home So we never sing again I got texts on my phone Better never ping again I screenshot them so I got them I don't want this thing next. Sleep well Sleep well Maybe I haven't been sleeping well Sleeping well Sleep well Sleep well, Sleep well. Sleep well. I've been
3: sleeping well, sleeping well, sleep well, sleep well. Lately I haven't been sleeping well. I've been. Uh. I'm just vibing out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? You know, because I mean? it's so good, right? Because it's like, man, it's needed. You know what I mean? Gotta finish them scriptures, man. Need it. Eyes fiery, cry tears to my diary. Sometimes a zany bar can't help you fight back the anxiety. I go to my law quietly, teardrops on our faces, teardrops on my faces, like teardrops become waterfalls by the time they reach my laces. My eyelids is like levees, but my tear ducts is like glaciers. As I contemplate creation, the salt that heals my wounds, pour out my eyes, is like libations, I can't stop my mind from racing, I got numbers on my phone, pictures on my phone, the day my mama died, I scrolled her pictures all day long, the physical returns, but the connection still stays strong. Now I understand why you used to cry. Sometimes we ride down play You just missed your, you just missed your mama. Now I just miss my mamas. The clothes we wear to bed at night the sleep is just pajamas. The flesh we roam this earth and it's a blessing, not a promise. I bow with those who bow to the creator and pay homage. Lately, I haven't been sleep well. I even hit the beach to soak my feet and skip some seashells. Sleep well. The lump inside my throat sometimes is towers like the E-Fail. Sometimes I wonder, do the trees get sad when they see leaves fell? Sleep well. The last time that I kissed you, you felt cold, but you look peaceful. I read our message thread when I get low and need a refill.
2: Thank well. I got numbers in my phone that'll never ring again Cause I lot not call them home So until we sing again I got Texas on my phone, they'll never ping again Subscribe so them so I got them I don't want this thing to end I got numbers on my phone that'll never ring again Cause I don't call them home So we we'll never sing again I got Texas on my phone that'll never ping again I screenshot them so I got them I don't want this thing to we you